Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With Halloween quickly approaching, it's time to start thinking about which costume you'll wear this year. Maybe you'll go for the classic panda or black cat, or fully embrace a tiger outfit with striped face paint. Unfortunately, our interactions with real animals isn't always as fun. Even trying to catch a mouse in the kitchen can be frustrating, and our encounters with nature's creatures usually go downhill from there. We have animals committing manslaughter, home invasion, breaking and entering, trespassing, jaywalking, vandalism. You know, they're just animals being animals, you know, trying to eat, trying to find a place to raise their young, et cetera. And sometimes they're doing that in our space and we get territorial and we want something to be done about it. And what do you do about it? That's best-selling author Mary Roach, whose books have looked at the strange side of science, among them cadavers, ghosts, digestion, and packing a suitcase from Mars. Her latest is called Fuzz, When Nature Breaks the Law. She says it's all about wildlife crime prevention. Human wildlife conflict is the science that I zeroed in on, a science that I had never heard of before, and that is always bait for me. It's a realm of science that I was like, what? I've never heard of that. What's that about? So that's always appealing for me to step into some new world that I didn't know existed. And that is definitely the case here. I didn't realize there were people with titles like bear manager, and um, human leopard conflict specialist. Serious crimes like murder and manslaughter by wild animals are rare in the United States. Roach says bears kill only a couple of people a year on average. So many bear managers spend a lot of time trying to keep their charges out of dumpsters in mountain resort towns. Snakes and dogs are actually more lethal than bears, averaging about 15 fatal attacks in the U.S. each year. But in other parts of the world, Wild animals are a much more serious threat to life and health. 500 people a year killed by elephants. They start to run out of food and they go into people's crops and they raid their crops. And people obviously are upset. They've spent a tremendous amount of time and effort growing these crops. They depend on these crops. So they run out and try to scare the herd. The herd disperses, which makes them very anxious. They like to stay together in their group. So there's there, people get trampled. There's kind of mayhem, people running around, sometimes drunk. That's on what, 36% of people killed by elephants have been drinking, sort of overestimating their ability to deal with an aggressive elephant. So that scenario doesn't end well. Such fatal wild animal attacks are rare in the United States. That leaves authorities dealing with other lethal threats here, like falling trees. According to the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, more than 100 Americans a year are killed by falling trees, or what Roach found are officially called danger trees. What that means is this is a tree, it's an old tree or a damaged tree, and it is looking like it might fall down. It's enough of a threat to people passing by that there needs to be some remediation, you know, to cut off a limb or to take the tree down. And when it's a 
one of those ancient, like those Douglas firs that are hundreds of years old, they die very slowly, but well, it, you know, if you let it go and you don't keep an eye on it, you don't bring in your danger tree assessor, then uh, you could have a situation, and this has happened up in McMillan Grove up in BC, where a storm comes along, the tree falls, hits a, in this case, it was a parked car with people in it, and they're killed. So you have to be very vigilant with your danger trees. And at a certain point, something needs to be done to make them safer. And that's when you call in your danger tree faller blaster. A faller blaster is a lumberjack who sets off explosives to take off the top of a danger tree. Often that's enough to preserve the rest of the tree. But Roach says using explosives to deal with other natural nuisances hasn't always been as successful. For example, growers of sunflower seeds concentrated in the Dakotas have tried blasting the marauding blackbirds who eat their crop. In the past, there were some pretty ghastly and not very not effective methods, which was basically kill as many as you can. And uh, that turns out not to have effect even on the population, but certainly not on the amount of damage that you're seeing in that sector of agriculture. So uh, it makes more sense to try to manipulate the environment and, you know, know your enemy. Where do they roost? Okay, they like to roost in cattail marshes. So don't plant your crops near the cattail marsh because that, you know, that's obviously you're setting yourself up for some problems there. Is there a way to harvest earlier so that your crops aren't coming to readiness just as the birds are showing up. So that's been something the sunflower farmers have tried. Explosives aren't the only attempted remedy that hasn't gone as planned. Bringing in foreign species to prey on nuisance animals is another one. On paper, may have made sense, but it uh, turns out that these chains of relationships are, are complicated, and sometimes those aren't thought through all the way. For example, bringing in mongoose to deal with the rats in the sugarcane fields in Hawaii. Well, the rats are nocturnal and the mongoose are dire, and also what happened is the mongoose instead went after some of the native species, uh, and that's been an issue that happened in New Zealand as well. There's a, three invasive species have just taken off and are now destroying some of the native birds. Roach's book, Fuzz, is available wherever books are sold. You can find out more about Mary Roach and all of our guests on our website, RadioHealthJournal.org. For more behind the scenes, follow Radio Health Journal on Facebook, Instagram, and X. This segment originally aired October 2021 and was written and produced by Reed Pence. Our lead producer is Kristen Farah, and our production manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal. Most people lie, but most people tend to be fairly honest most of the time, but there's a smaller subset that engages in quite a bit of lying. New research on the characteristics and traits of people who lie excessively. Then, how will vaccine fatigue affect our health this winter? We used to be talking about just one vaccine to prepare ourselves for the winter. Now, particularly older persons have three vaccines to consider. All that and more on Radio Health Journal. I'm Elizabeth Westfield, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints. Friend called my parents up and said she's delusional or something's happening and come get her. The many impacts of mental illness. Then, the judge gave me the date that I need to go. 
So that's so hard. Oh my goodness. I was packing like crazy, packing my clothes, packing my daughter's clothes. Oh, I'm sorry. One woman's never-ending deportation nightmare. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more. And check Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and information about our guests at RadioHealthJournal.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal.